WeddingFeastOfTheLamb.com. It's all one word, no spaces. WeddingFeastOfTheLamb.com. You can find a beautiful video there as well of some Eucharistic miracle um, and uh, 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 just some powerful, powerful uh, revelations that God has given to us. So if you have time to read that, if you know anyone questioning their faith, especially in the area of Eucharist, um, this would be the time to cash in and dive in. And you know, and I always tell people, you know, if I was talking to my brother yesterday, if we all on Facebook would just post things like that, um, it's amazing how much evangelization you can do on Facebook. Sure, mm-hmm. you bet. I mean, I uh, well, today I wanted to talk a little bit about a topic that stirred a little fire on my Facebook page. <laughs> this the the. I was beginning to see a lot of confusion in this area of of gay marriage, you know, marriage, um, homosexuality, homosexual orientation, and how often the the secular world looks at the church as grouping everything together, and there's no distinctions made, right? Right. So what I was starting to reflect on in my prayer was I asked, you know, the question and, and reflecting on the question at the moment of creation. So at the moment of someone's creation, did God give people, some people, a homosexual orientation? Did God place that in them? And that's an important question to answer because if how we answer that will determine how we understand salvation history and the need for um, our Savior. And so, you know, as I prayed about it and reflected on, and this is something I was posted on Facebook so I could, you know, to help people understand more about the, the current struggle and all of the, the opinions and ideas. Because we know as Christians, we don't just merely um, give opinion. Mm-hmm. All that we speak is meant to be, should be rooted in scripture and tradition and grounded in a philosophical background that's not just what I think or feel, but what is God thinking and, and, and say about this particular issue um, or what is what do we read from the natural order what does creation give to us regarding this issue so you know first of all I was saying you know well God created all people we know that right it's a yep. no-brainer right God created all people in his image and likeness and then um, you know this this question I, I began with reflecting on what the catechism said and and if you have some time, I'd really encourage you to read uh, Catechism, paragraphs 2357 to 2359. Um, just beautiful, beautiful reflections from our church. You know, and, and I can't read them all because we don't have a ton of time, but, you know, just a little bit here. It says, homosexuality refers to relations between a man, between two men or two women, um, who experience an exclusive or predominant sexual attraction toward persons of the same sex. It says here, it's taken a great variety of forms through the centuries in different cultures. Its psychological genesis remains largely unexplained. Based, basing itself on sacred scripture, which presents homosexual acts as acts of grave depravity, tradition has always declared that homosexual acts, that's the key word, acts, are intrinsically disordered. They are contrary to the natural law. They close the sexual act to the gift of life, um, they do not proceed from a genuine affective and sexual complementarity. Under no circumstances can they be approved. But then the next paragraph, I think it's important for people to hear because we're not slamming people that struggle with homosexual orientation. And I think that's important. We're, so often, like, I was listening to a YouTube uh, 
what is it, The Same Love, that song that's out. There's a song out called The Same Love. Oh, yeah. And it's it's basically, a, you know, I was listening to an interview. Um, I think the guy that sings this song was being interviewed um, on a, one some news network. I'm not sure what it was. But he was saying, you know, the, 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 he basically made the statement that the Catholic Church is known to be homophobic. And I was like, <laughs> that's a generalization and a sure. misunderstanding but it is the it's the prevailing yeah, line of thought out exactly, there. and it's so I had that again this need to bring some clarity. Um, the the church, as it as I just spoke, does have a teaching which is rooted in scripture, rooted in the tradition of the church, rooted in uh, the natural order, um, and and it's very important. But this next paragraph is important, especially for those who who think um, that we are out to get or out to condemn condemn or or, yeah. or make people that struggle with homosexual orientation uh, uh like we say they're bad or evil people that that is not the teaching of the church um nor Christ nor you know if anybody's say, doing that that that's Christian or Catholic then they are not embracing the church's teaching and then it says here in 2358 the number of men and women who have deep-seated homosexual tendencies is not negligible this inclination is which is objectively disordered constitutes for most of them a trial. They must be accepted with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. Very important. Every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided. Is that not clear enough for people out yes, there? Yes, that's very good. Every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided. These persons are called to fulfill God's will in their lives. And if they are Christian, to unite to the sacrifice of the Lord's cross, the difficulties they may encounter from this condition. Homosexual persons are called to chastity, just like you and I and everyone, right? right? There's no... I think when you start to make people a special class, you actually degrade them rather than say, well, you're just like us all. We all have problems. We all have struggles. We all have yeah. difficulties, right? Yeah. So we all embrace people. Um, and again, this this correlation between... Um, the civil rights movement, ra- racism, and, and homosexual um, or gay marriage is an important distinction to make as well. You know, race is not a behavior. You know, homosexuality, which is the acting out of a homosexual orientation, or gay marriage, is a, is a behavioral um, um, choice. So we got to make a distinction between the person, you know, a man and a woman, God made us. He didn't make us... Uh, uh, Anything else? He made us male and female. Now, we can act in accordance with our design in nature, or we act in in disaccord with our design in nature. And everyone is whether you're you're born with a propensity toward an addiction. Some people are born with a more fiery temperament, right? Some people are born with uh, uh, some people can take a drink uh, or two or three of of a beer and it have no effect on them as much as someone that can take a drink and they immediately are then um, going down the road to alcoholism. Can we explain all this? No. Mm-hmm. But we do know that there are, because of, which I'll talk about in a moment, because of original sin, all of this disorder that we experience as men and women in varying degrees and, and, and ways is introduced uh, through the evil of original sin. It affects our nature. It disorders our nature and wounds our nature. So to normalize what's not normal is to eliminate the need 
for a savior. And I think this is very important in, in any discussion. It's okay to admit I struggle with this or that disorder, mm-hmm. whatever it be. And, and, and to not be afraid to call, you know, a spade a spade, to call something what it is. Does that mean I'm bad and evil? And I think that's where the, the difficulty lies is um, I, there's an underlying um, attack from the enemy, Satan, to convince us that our, our sin is who we are, mm-hmm. our disorders, who we are. And Christ would say, no, you're not sin. No, you're not your disorder. Your disorder doesn't define you as a person. Um, what defines you is what I say and who I am. So God defines us. No one in this room or no one in the world can define me unless I give them the power to do so. But even then, objectively speaking, they have no power to define me. But I might embrace the lies that people communicate or people say the church teaches this and the church doesn't teach this. And and then we start to believe things that are just mere opinion um, or, 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 you know, thought. But we have to kind of ground this in, in what it is. So, Father, if I can yeah. ask. So the church invites and says to anyone that you are invited, anyone is available to continue their relationship with Jesus Christ, to make it to mm-hmm. uh, better. We want you in as part of our church, no matter what your orientation is, if you have same-sex orientation, yeah. if you are a heterosexual individual, mm-hmm. you're invited to continue your relationship with Jesus Christ no matter what. That's right. That's Ch- a simple chastity, way of saying it. Chastity mm-hmm. is an important part of that. Yeah. Okay. I think where people sometimes have a problem is when the words like stricken or uh-huh. illness uh-huh. come up. I think mm-hmm. that's where the the lines yeah. start to get, get yeah. blurred. If you're yeah. saying anyone's invited sure. and you're saying we don't discriminate and yeah. we love you all. Uh-huh. But then when you start using those yeah. uh, those very yeah. hard, harsh words, sure. it seems like. Sure. And, and then that's why I would say, again, I think that's, again, another cultural conditioning that we've entered into is when we as a culture have, you know, somewhat um, have swaying away from... Um, like, like it, it's like a we all need to enter into a big AA meeting. Mm-hmm. Humanity needs to say, "Hi, my name's Michael Voidhofer. I'm a sinner," and the word "sin" in itself is, you know, a, a disease. It's a spiritual disease that we all suffer from. But for some reason, um, culturally, over the whatever number of years, we've swaying away from um, a level of 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 acceptance of ourselves. Um, as broken, sick, spiritually, physically, um, um, disordered, um, in, in struggling with these as, as, as people, as, as male and female. And, and again, this is an important thing because I think this, this fear of, of, of entering into our true, honest condition, our wounded condition, has a lot to do, again, with the image of God that we hold. You know, if I believe God loves me as I am, and a lot of this has to do with, again, if I experience you treating me in a certain way because I have this or that disorder or disability, um, people especially, you know, like people will tell you that struggle with certain disabilities, even physical disabilities, they're in a wheelchair. You know, a lot of times people don't spend time with them. Like I know people where they're in a wheelchair and uh, they don't have 
the friendships that they'd like to have or or they're not in the the um world and able to relate to people and people don't always take the time like nursing homes okay another example people don't visit people in nursing homes um even family members don't visit their own family in a nursing home so again what these people are experiencing is a, is a cross like okay i'm sick i can't i'm not as mobile as i used to be so i'm in a nursing home well does that then define who i am no but there's a temptation to begin to say people don't like me or want to be with me anymore right. well some people yes um but that doesn't make you a a, a person that people um um can't love or can't be with but again it's the choices of people around them to 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 reveal to them who God is so to be able to marry to be able to marry a disorder sickness illness um whatever form it takes with that's the struggle i have and i'm perfectly loved in that is what salvation is it's being able to experience the gaze and love of christ and also in that gaze to embrace my own disorder and brokenness and not feel condemned the condemnation a lot of times comes out of our own misunderstanding of of love and i think that's a very deep seated subconscious thing that that all of us have to work through cuz even myself um when we come back i'll talk a little bit about that that struggle of even at the beginning of mass acknowledging our sins right. sometimes i can't even find a sin well that's cuz i'm living in this fearful um you know when I say, oh, i'm not afraid but yes there is fear that's blocking me from seeing myself as a broken wounded sinner and i think that's an important thing to you know and what again whatever our struggle be it's not just homosexuality but i'm focusing on this struggle that our current culture has in making distinctions um and and how we struggle with embracing our brokenness basically that's kind of what the bottom line is um and we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back all right 7:32 father michael voidhofer here we'll be back in a minute it is Daybreak. I'm Bruce McGregor along with Jen Brown. And we're joined in studio today by Father Michael Voithofer, Associate Pastor at St. Robert Bellarmine the Parish in Omaha. Welcome back, Father. Thank you. So we're diving in. Yes, we are. So we're talking, you know, like Jen was mentioning, the struggle with people. You know, we love you, we embrace you, but then we use these harsh words such as disorder or sickness or illness. Um, but then I was mentioning how, you know, people that struggle with a homosexual orientation uh, is... As the church says, yes, it's it's a disorder, and and it's not that when we hear that for some reason we feel like we're condemned. People freak. Yeah, but it it's the truth of all of our condition. It's not just them, but I think again, it's it's this sounding like well, we're grouping them in this category, and there's this rebellion. The rebellion against discrimination is not a bad rebellion, but again, what do we discriminate against? We're not discriminating against people. We as Christians are discriminating against behaviors that contradict the natural order and natural law. Now, some people like will say, well, that was how I was born, or that's how God made me. And that's kind of where I wanted to address a little bit about um, God is a God of order and harmony, okay? So God introduced no disorder, no confusion, chaos, 
Um, God did not introduce disease, addiction, depression, anxiety, fear, hate, unforgiveness, bitterness. He didn't introduce cancer and all these things into the world. Nor did he introduce the struggles that we have interiorly with our uh, sexual orientation. Whether it be heterosexually, you have a hard time um, living a chaste life. That's not an experience that's normal. You know, like the new movie, right? This new sitcom, right? The new normal. Yeah. It's not normal, or even a movie like some of the other sitcoms that are promoting, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, sleeping around or fooling around or, you know, it's it's a, like, me struggling to say no to a piece of chocolate cake is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, people, again, we, we take this in, and then we normalize what's not normal. But the danger in that, and that's why I said the danger here is to be able to stand before the Lord exposed in my sinfulness and brokenness. And say, I need saved. Like there's something powerful about coming in the presence of the gaze of Jesus Christ, if you will, naked and exposed before him in my heart and my soul, and seeing all of the struggle and disorder in my life, which at every Mass right at the beginning is what that's meant to be is, you know, I'm going to continue the Mass. Let's first take a moment to be consciously aware of our disorder and our sin and not to be ashamed or afraid and condemning of it. But to basically say, thank God, there's a God who loves me as I am, okay? So this, this struggle we have today culturally with this particular moral struggle of, of homosexuality, which is the acting out of a homosexual orientation, um, or gay marriage, which is an, a movement to normalize what we as Christians consider and what nature c- would, would say is abnormal. Now, I on Facebook one of the arguments that I that I was given was if it's if it's not normal then why do we find it in nature? <laughs> we find it in nature because again the Judeo-Christian understanding of nature has been wounded by original sin. See without an understanding of original sin it makes sense for you and I and anyone to make normal what's not normal, right? So an important point here is if God created us all male and female and he's a god of god of order um then we have to understand that if if God would create people with a homosexual orientation, it, it wouldn't make sense that he would create them that way because God would never intentionally divide someone's psychology from their biology. Right. And that's important. God would never divide my biology from my psychology. And will those in heaven still struggle with homosexual orientation? I would argue definitely not. Because in heaven, the body, mind, and soul are in perfect harmony. In my mind is ordered toward my body, and my body and mind and my soul are all, there's an ordering, a harmony, a peace, a rest. That only comes in Christ. And some of us struggle in different ways throughout this time on earth in a variety of ways. But the point being is, don't be afraid to embrace boldly your brokenness. And to say, I can do this because I believe in the God who loves me and can save me. And as the catechism states, we're all in the process of being saved. Mm -hmm. It's not like once saved, always saved. We're being saved. We're becoming the person God intended us to be. As Matthew Kelly says, we're becoming the best version of ourselves. And that's not easy. That involves the cross. And the cross is a direct result of original sin, basically. I struggle with um, controlling my desires. You know, a, a young man who's dating a young girl, she, they have to struggle with this chastity and purity. Um, a, a man or a woman who struggles with homosexual orientation, again, has to order their desires, as you said, um, so in chastity This and disorder, This disorder is 
is everywhere. We're we're de- everyone yes. is dealing with it, and so this it's a small piece of the pie mm-hmm. that you're saying yeah. is this putting these people in a cat this yeah. in, these individuals in a yeah, category. I mean, it's- and people like to jump on this uh-huh. this small piece that you're yeah. talking about, but overall, in yeah. general, mm-hmm. disorder is everywhere, and it's something yeah. that we all need to look at right. to look within ourselves. Yeah. And not to be afraid, mm-hmm. like to not neutralize our need for Christ. And I think that's the, that's the fear I have and I see in all of this struggle is we, in, in order to be, you know, we use the words to be nice or to be, you know, we, no one speaks up because we have to go a step behind this and say, why aren't we speaking up? Because we, we feel like it's condemning to embrace this, our disorder and, and, but again, without that's why Benedict, I think, prophetically made this a year of faith. If your faith isn't really grounded, if you're not really grounded and rooted in Christ, yes, you're going to normalize disorder. Because that means you're messed up like I'm messed up and we're all messed up. Nobody wants to be messed up because that means I must be a bad person. So I'm we want to make it the normal. I'm we want to make that disorder the yeah, normal. Yeah. But that's where we need to look back, yeah. look within ourselves and pray. Yeah. For Pray, yes. the and ask for forgiveness for yeah. this disorder, yeah, and continue to yeah, work but, on but, our faith. But it's important to realize, you know, that the the se- homosexual orientation in and of itself is not a sin. That's very important. Yeah, very important. It's the acting out, just as it would be for anybody acting out on anything, that would be a sinful against the nature. You know, what is sin? It's any action in thought, any thought, word, or deed that contradicts my human nature. You know, in 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 the sense of you know, I'm, I'm thinking, th- I'm gossiping. That's not how God made me. He didn't make me to gossip. But I struggle with the disorder of not gossiping and gossiping. You know, all of this, you know, uh, uh, bitterness is not a part of God's plan. Um, unforgiveness, betrayal, um, the struggle with cheating or not, or lying. We all struggle. Okay, if I lie, then I get more attention or this. You see, that's all a part of the struggle interiorly that we have, which is the effects of, of original sin, which were washed away and are washed away by baptism, but the effects remain because God, in a way, what he does is he gives us the grace to live the passion of Jesus, which is choosing the will of God regardless of how disordered my desires are toward chocolate cake, toward someone of the same sex, someone of the opposite sex. The point is, is I'm not just free. I can't just give myself permission to um, make up rules that make normal what's not normal. That would be like a football team saying, we don't agree with the rules on the field. We're going to make up some We want three points for the field. Yeah, because the game will be easier if we make the field shorter (laughs) or the sidelines wider. (laughs) And any referee, um, or imagine if I went into the the Husker or Nebraska football and I said to the people, um, I'm going to change the rules, yeah. and our team's going to um, have to. Then we're going to impose those rules on everyone else because that's how we think the game should be. Yeah. We're going to play this game with a soccer ball instead of a football. Yeah, you just can't do it. And again, this isn't to condemn or to uh, to make people feel like bad about themselves. But there is a part, there is healthy guilt where I have to be able to say, okay, this is a choice that I can't make if I'm going to, as you said, follow Christ. Um, is it easy? No. That's the why Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. He doesn't say, just follow me. He says, take up your cross and follow me. So we all have struggles. We all have disorders. We all have 
inclinations that are not ordered in truth. So just something to think about. And I, and I just encourage, you know, we with love and compassion address the issue, yes, but to not talk about and share and reflect on this um, isn't going to help anybody. Right. And we have to bring up in in very loving, compassionate way um, how to talk about this and, and to help people understand why we come from where we come from. But one of my struggles on Facebook was, you know, I was arguing or discussing this with some 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 people that are not believers or atheists, and and they couldn't understand how if it's found in nature, why is it not natural? And that's where the whole original sin comes in. Because if there's not original sin, then God is not a good God because he made me with a struggle for alcohol or drugs or he made me with cancer. God gave me cancer. That's not true. God didn't give me cancer. God didn't give me the flu. God didn't create disease and disorder and and this, you know, the violence that we experience in different levels, you know, uh, even in the economy in the you know socially in the in the uh cosmos in the world in the weather um the the disorder and chaos of creation is introduced by sin so again these are just some thoughts to ponder don't be afraid to you, you have to be able to to see yourself as beloved because your disorders don't define you and give you your value and worth god does yeah. so Amen. you know we pray for each other that we can not be afraid of, of the gaze of Christ. And so may the Lord bless you and strengthen you all and protect you. And may you experience the passionate gaze of Jesus and allow yourself to allow Christ to come closer. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. You're we welcome. appreciate it. We'll You're be welcome. right back.